brief little reflection on our first reading from St. Paul to the Romans. There's a very interesting relationship that St. Paul is highlighting between human beings, especially human beings redeemed by the blood of Christ on the one hand, and creation as a whole. Okay, And uh, the, the analogy or the relationship between human beings and creation is uh, one of representation. We as human beings sum up in ourselves the entire creation. There is uh, uh, something. There's a, there's a wisdom of God when he when he created the world, he created it. Not, he didn't create just one thing. He created many things. Okay, so there's a plurality of being in creation. Why a plurality? Why? Because creation was was made to reflect God's glory, and God, the mystery of God, is so stupendous and so amazing. It cannot be adequately reflected by one thing. It can't be. Re- it can't be reflected by an infinite number of things. But it can be more, you know, adequately reflected by a multitude of beings than just one kind of thing. And so he created a multitude of beings. On the one hand of the spectrum of creation, you've got the lowest level of being, simple uh, rocks. You know, that's basically about as simple as you can get. Okay, maybe there's something simpler. I don't know than a rock, but. You know, that's about as low of being as you can get. And then on the other side of the spectrum of creation, you have angels, which is the most exalted, okay? And angels are made in God's image. They're pure, disembodied intelligences, okay? They have intelligence and free will, and so that's why they're in God's image. And so we've got these two spectrums, and then there's a whole chain of being in between those two ends, and the special thing about the human person is that the human person sums up that entire spectrum in him, in himself or in herself. Okay. Because we have all material creation. Okay. We're composed of chemicals. We have a, you're like, we, we have a certain likeness to plants and that we need nutrients and we grow. Okay. And we die. Uh, we are like animals. I mean, we are animals. Okay. But we're also rational. And so we are also angelic in that respect as well, too. It's very interesting. Psalm 8 says that God made us a little, low, a little lower than the angels. All right. So there is a kind of a, a, a dimension to the human person that is angelic in as much as we, we share along with them intelligence and free will. And like them, we're made in God's image. So the human person sums up in himself all of creation. And the ancients used to refer to the human person as a microcosm. We're a little world in and of ourselves. So we represent all of creation, and that's why God placed us on this earth. It's a very big responsibility. Okay, And so we have to use our intelligence like the angels do to worship God and give him glory. And we also bear responsibility to the non-rational creation to take care of it and to be good stewards of it. All right? And uh, what happens, though, when the human person falls because of original sin? Well, now there's a kind of a disharmony that's been introduced into all of creation. And that's what Paul's talking about, with the groaning. All of creation is groaning. Well, why? Did creation do something wrong? No. It was human beings who did. Okay? But 
inasmuch as the redeemed will one day be released from corruption to glory, so also what they represent will be as well. So all of creation will follow in the trail of a redeemed and glorified humanity, and itself will be redeemed and glorified. It's a wonderful, wonderful hope that we look forward to. Okay, All creation will be set free. Uh, so my brothers and sisters today, simple thought, we got a big responsibility. The Lord has placed us on the earth to be a representation of all of creation. Okay? We've got a big job to do, and uh, let's do it well. Let's not, uh, you know, abuse the non-rational creation, and let's not live in such a way that we're unworthy of the rational creation. Let's live like rational beings who are responsible for the material world, uh, and thereby God will be glorified. We'll be doing our job. And we'll have that secure hope that one day we will, along with all creation, be liberated from corruption to the glory of God.